Louise Cooney's Open Book, a Go Loud original podcast. Hello, you're very welcome back to Open Book presented by Go Loud. I'm Louise Cooney and it's Monday, so we're back with our bonus episode. Our guest this week is author Emily Henry. She's a New York Times bestselling author. And at the moment, she's got her book, Happy Place, which is out and it's top of the charts. And I just think for the weather that we're getting at the moment, it's the perfect read. It's like a beach read, poolside read. I'm reading it at the moment and it's really nice and light. Like as someone who normally loves like a thriller or like a crime novel, this is a really nice alternative to that. I'm not having nightmares. I'm like going to sleep quite peacefully. And it's she's just an amazing writer. I feel like all of her books would make amazing movies. And I think some of them are actually in the process of that at the moment. But um, speaking of the weather, I got some pretty funny comments over the weekend. So obviously, you know, if you listened to last week's bonus episode, I shared the news that Mark and I are expecting our first baby. You know, it's been funny, like talking to everyone, getting comments and messages from people. I got some really funny comments over the weekend asking how I was feeling in the heat. And if you're in Ireland at the moment, you'll know like an Irish summer anyway is not that warm, but it's gorgeous and sunny. But at the moment, it's just, it's not that warm. Like, you know, it's only like 16, 17 degrees and I'm only just about 18 weeks now. So it's just funny. I'm like, I feel pretty normal. I feel the same. So... Yeah, but um, the last week was crazy between kind of just chatting to everyone and filling them in on, on what life has been like and how much life has changed. And we are also, myself and Mark, are also like considering moving. So another big life change. Um, we've been viewing places and just trying to weigh up and decide what kind of will work for us. Because, you know, obviously this happening, the baby coming is going to be a huge change in our life. So we need to just factor everything that we'll need when that time comes. So, yeah. And then I also had the VIP Style Awards on Friday, which is always like the most stylish event of the year. Like it's honestly to be there and to see all the outfits and the style. It's kind of one of those things where re- people really take risks with what they wear. And it's so cool to see it in person. Like you meet people and you're like, I just want to look at what you're wearing. I just want to stare. It's so much fun. And there were so many people there that I knew and I was able to finally talked to them and let them in on everything that I'd been going through so it was lovely I actually wore a red dress I rented from 105 which is a dress rental renting was definitely like a better option for me this year just because I didn't know like what size it was going to be and luckily like I haven't I haven't got you know that big of a bump my body hasn't changed hugely yet so probably could have worn anything but I said renting was a better option because it kind of gave me time to decide and I just rented it a couple of days before and went for kind of like that classic old Hollywood look. I feel like when in doubt, going for something kind of more classic is always a safe bet. So yeah, it was fun. It was it was just nice to see everyone's style. And a few of my favourite looks from the night were Carol, my friend Carol Byrne. She won Best Dressed on the night. She had a gorgeous like neon yellow dress. It was just amazing on her with her tan and her hair and her makeup. And Lauren Arthurs, another friend of mine, she is six weeks off giving birth and she looked like a goddess she had like a really sparkly gold dress on I feel like you need to go and look up all these pictures after I chat about them because they all just looked incredible and it was nice to be able to catch up with a couple of the guests that we had on the podcast so Georgie Crawford was there she won look of the year and Terry McAvoy was there she won influencer of the year and Rosanna Davison was there as well and we had a lovely chat last year with Rosanna on our podcast about her journey 
to her pregnancies and yeah, I just really, really enjoyed that podcast. You definitely should listen back to that. Later on in the weekend, I drove down to Limerick and then down to Cork where we had a Clue event in Foda Island Resort, which is an amazing hotel down in Cork. It's on its own little island and there was a wedding there the night before and it was just, oh my God, the, the location was incredible. We've done a couple of those Clue events around the country in Galway and Limerick and Dublin and this was our first time in Cork and it's just so nice to be able to bring Clue, which is primarily an online brand, to people so that they can feel it and see it and try it on and exercise in it. We did a Pilates class with the Pilates program, which is hosted by my friend Aoife. And it was incredible. It was a nice start to Sunday. I had to do kind of a slightly augmented version for a pregnancy, but um, it was great. So yeah, now it's Monday and we're kickstarting a lovely sunny week. So I hope you all get out to enjoy it. And I really hope you enjoy today's episode with Emily. We kick off talking about something that we delve into a little bit more in the full episode about her relationship with her parents and how that affected her romantic relationships. Ooh, ooh, that I love that that's like a random question. It really is so applicable. Yeah, I mean, they're in so many ways. Like, again, like I saw the the respect between them growing up and I saw how they argued and how they talked things through and and the patience and the forgiveness like I I saw how quickly they would apologize there was kind of a joke in my family about going on family trips as kids because my parents would like bundle us into the car in the middle of the night like they would go to bed at 10 or something wake up at three in the morning so that we could do like a full day's drive and get to wherever we were going and like try and start our vacation there while we were all so tired so they would wake us up at like three in the morning we'd be just like packing things into the car all bleary-eyed there'd be so much tension and bickering we'd get in the car and then like five minutes into the drive where everybody's just like silent and furious Whoever had kind of initiated the bickering, usually, I'm going to be honest, usually my dad, he's a very sweet man, um, would just be like, I'm sorry. (laughs) And, you know, and then we would have a great trip. But it was like the start of the trip was always so chaotic. Everybody just dying from lack of sleep. So I think that their willingness to apologize quickly and mean it was really, really meaningful to me. It kind of taught me that when you're arguing, it's not about someone being right and someone being wrong. It's about feeling heard. And so it's like, if you're trying to express your feelings to your partner, and then they're just like, well, no, you're here's why you're wrong. That's not a great way to argue because (laughs) the fact that they hurt you should matter. So I think that's one of the biggest things is just seeing how much forgiveness and willingness to apologize mattered in my parents' relationship. They must be so proud that you are literally like a romance expert now. I, they are so proud. I think it was really unexpected for them because they, they're they huge readers and, you know, they raised us to be huge readers, but they're more like fantasies, like their favorite thing. And that's what we grew up reading to. They would read to us every night when we were little. And I thought that I would be a fantasy writer because that was what I loved reading for most of my childhood. And yeah, I really thought that's where I'd end up. And I think that they probably assumed that too. And then the romance thing, it was like I tripped and wrote a romance novel and realized that I just I'm not as good at fantasy I've tried it again like I'm just not as good at it because I really am working so much from observation and you know seeing how people operate in the real world and it's harder for me to kind of map that onto a a fake world would you say it's fair to say that you fell in love with romance 100 (laughs) percent. it is fair to say that it really is and it was like when you you know get a crush on someone and you would just mainline them because it was like I started reading romance and just didn't read 
a different kind of book for probably six months. <laughs> it was like the only thing that I was reading. You're totally giving me the bug to pick up a romance book right now. Yeah, it's and you know, as as the weather hopefully gets warmer too, I think you always get kind of that itch where you're like, ooh, I could read a summery love story. And I need to be by a pool reading it. Yes, <laughs> desperately. I know you said your parents were together 38 years in the full episode. I'm just wondering, do you think, as some, you're a romance expert, do you think it's easier or harder nowadays for people to meet, even though we probably have 10 different ways or more that we could meet people now? Oh, that is such a good question. Here's what I honestly think is that it is, I think it's probably the same amount of easy or hard, but the difference is now people have higher standards. That's really what I think. I think that you could still meet someone now as easily as maybe you could have before all of this advance of technology. But, you know, I think people just have higher standards now, which is, in my opinion, a good thing. You know, people used to just couple up so young and stay with that person no matter what. And, you know, at least last I checked, like the divorce rate had gone down. And that's because so many fewer people are even choosing to get married. If they don't want to, they don't feel the same amount of pressure that they did when they, you know, generations passed. So I think it's always been excruciatingly hard to meet people. It's just that now maybe you're less likely to just hitch yourself to someone because you're like, oh, this is the time in life where you hitch yourself to a person and that's that. Yeah, no, I agree. I think people are definitely not feeling the pressure as much to stick to the same timelines and traditions that, you know, have been there in the past. But it's lovely that it's worked out for your parents and they seem so in love still. Yes, I know. I mean, they 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 are the exception. They got married to when they were like 17 and 19. And so they absolutely would not recommend that to anyone else. They're like, no, don't do that. But for us, it worked. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you so much, Emily. You've given us so much time. I really appreciate it. And just best of luck with everything. Thank you, Louise. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's bonus episode with Emily Henry. We'll be back on Wednesday with the full episode and I really hope you enjoy it. If you're enjoying the open book episodes, you can listen back to season one. They're all available on the Go Loud player now or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 